It's almost 18 years. Praise God, my dad was not a believer before in his lifetime, but when he died for six, seven years, ten years, he was a believer and he died in Christ. So that gives me a hope for him and for me. That resurrection Sunday gives me a hope that I'm going to see my beloved ones who slept in Jesus Christ. And also gives me a hope that I also will be resurrected on that day, one day, when Jesus comes and, 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 and we will be raptured. Uh, so praise God for that resurrection Sunday. And Apostle Paul in, in the book of 1 Corinthians, the history of 1 Corinthians 15, 30 to 22, elaborated, he says that the risen Christ is our hope. And the Bible says so. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It says, uh, it's the 13, it's 13 verse, one verse it says, but if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. Okay? 14 says, and if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. You know? And then in 15 it says, yes, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he did not rise up, if in fact the dead do not, do, not, uh, do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins. Understand? And then it says that also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. Okay? If in this life only we have hope in Christ, means this life that we are living, and after that, there is no hope of resurrection, no hope of life eternally living with him. Then it says, we are of all men the most pitiable. It is pity. It is, it is, we should feel sorry because we do not have any life ahead. Now 20 verse says, now Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah. Now after saying all this thing, he, Apostle Paul says, Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah. And he says, and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. If he is the first fruit, there are second, third, thousand million fruits are going to come and my number will come. I will be one to rise up when he comes. Hallelujah. There is a hope in Christ that uh, he has risen. And then he says, for since, since by man came that by man also came the resurrection of the dead. To Adam came death. To the last Adam came resurrection of the dead. And it says, For us and Adam all die, even so in Christ we shall be made alive. Hallelujah. How many of you rejoice today? That this is the promise that says, In Adam we all die. And Romans says, there is no one righteous. All fell short of God's glory. And here, Corinthians he says, in Adam we all died, but even in Christ we all made, been made alive. There's no need of fear. As long as we walk with Jesus, there's no need of panicking. There's no need for having a doubt about life after death. Apostle Paul says, if Jesus was not risen, then there was a reason for you and me to, to, 
to worry or fearful because we know that if Christ is not risen, then we have no hope. My beloved children of God, I want to tell you, our faith is founded on someone who is alive. There's a message that I spoke in the church today morning. Some of you who travel to Baroda Church, it may be second time that you are here. I pray that God may deal with you for the second time so that God can bring some more revelations because the same message, but God can reveal according to the need of the team. Okay? So, he was the, he, 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 our faith is, is on someone who is risen and he is alive. He's, he is Jesus. And he is the risen Lord. Apostle Paul says, uh, without resurrection, our faith had Faith would have been miserable. No? Without faith, without resurrection, our faith would have been miserable. It could have been in, in a religion. Jesus would have ended up as a, another, another religious religious prophet or reincarnation. But Jesus is not like that. He died, he rose again. I want to tell you, I was telling you today morning, Many of us limited Jesus with that. We believe that Jesus came as a man, born in a virgin's womb, born in a manger, lived, died, went to hell, three days and three nights were there, and then he rose again and resurrected. But one more thing to be added, I want to tell you, it's not only rose again, not only rose again, but he lives forever. Hallelujah. He lives forever. Don't limit your faith till that is resurrected. You know, I want to tell you there are many, many. The Bible, the Bible has many stories, including Lazarus, including Jairus' daughter, including the widow's son, including many other, Elijah performing miracles, the, the widow's son being raised, all that stories are there. And even today in this in this world, we have we can see in YouTube or in uh, many places you go, we can see hundreds and thousands of such uh, testimonies coming that uh, people been up abruptly or an accident or un in a way they died and people prayed and they had received life back. But they all died and they all received the life back and then again they died. But they never live forevermore if they are not with Christ. But Jesus Christ is not like that. Jesus Christ came, he lived, he died, he resurrected himself. And not only he resurrected himself, he is living forever. Hallelujah! Living forever. That is very important in our Christian faith. He is living forever. Today, church started living without the power of resurrection. You know, the church is uh, minus power of resurrection. And I want to tell you, it is very pathetic situation. The religion cannot bring Jesus to now. The religious methodology, the Methodist activities methodology cannot bring Jesus to the now. The Bible says uh, he, is, he is not the history, but he is alive, he is now. The Bible says he is not the, he is not the, you know, changed. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, 
today and forevermore. Hallelujah. We need Jesus now. And for that we need the resurrection power. Not only the Holy Spirit power, but the resurrection power. You understand? If the church is without the resurrection power, it is a dead church. It is just a religious, mediocre church. So-called church. People coming and enjoying and entertaining without having any transformation of life. What does resurrection mean? Resurrection means rise again. Come back again. Acts chapter 224 says, Acts chapter 224 says, Whom God raised up, having, the, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that it should be held by it. Hallelujah. God raised up whom? His son Jesus, having loosed the pains of death. Why? Because it was not possible. Somebody say it was not possible. Come on, somebody. You are, you are alive? Yes? Then shout. It was not possible. Why I said so? This is exactly that you need to tell to the situation that you are going through. It is not possible that you can hold me in my situation. Come on, somebody. If you don't believe, you will be like a parent. If it is not possible that he should be held by being for the death, the tomb, the grave, the devil, the demons cannot hold Jesus to death. That Jesus lives in you. That God, he cannot stop you from achieving your purposes in your life. Somebody say, it cannot hold me. Hallelujah. Only very few people. Very two, three people. Next Sunday onwards, all the friend back, friendship benches people go back and all the back people come friend. I think they shout much better, I think so. Because I cannot hear your voice that much louder you are speaking, you are telling. You know, it cannot, it is not possible. When you go through a sickness and the doctor's report comes against you, it is that time your faith should rise in the resurrection power and tell you it is not possible. The doctor says, no other way. It is not possible. There is a way because my Jesus is alive forever. Hallelujah. It is not possible. It is impossible death to hold Jesus. Hallelujah. What is why it was impossible to, to, to uh, death to hold Jesus? Because it is the continuation of the life of Christ in now. Why I said you you declare it because no matter what the problem trying to hold you grace, but the continuation of Jesus' life, the life that brought him out from the dead, that life is flowing through you and it is now activated for you. Nobody can stop you. Hallelujah. Nobody can stop you. It is managed and how you know how it is manifested now? It is manifested through you. And me. We sang the song. Who has the final say? Jesus has the final say. Tell to the doctor's report. My Jesus has the final say. Tell to the sickness that is tormenting. 
it's not possible for you to break me. The financial conditions, the situations that you are going through, tell them, tell that situation. Somebody, hallelujah, lift up your hands and say, tell to that situation, my Jesus is alive. And he is not just alive, he lives forever. Hallelujah, you cannot hold me. You cannot subdue me. You cannot break me. Oh, you, you will break me, but still I will not be compressed or shattered or hopeless because I have a hope in the risen Jesus Christ. It was impossible. Even then when Jesus, even when Jesus went into the grave, the miracles did not stop. In a generally normal procedures, what we think, when we take somebody's dead body in the carcass in it, we take it to the, the grain, put it there, put some flowers, keep a cross. We, we believe that all things are over. Right? But Jesus, when he was buried in a, in a rendered or hired tomb, it was not over. He just made a just made a walk into the hell. And he went there and said, Devil, you enjoyed the key of illness and death for a long time. Give it back. He then was there for three days and three nights. And his miracles was not stopped. I want to tell you, even though you may go through some confined problems, you are broken, you are shut, you are kept in some problem. Still, the miracle of Jesus will continue working because the overflow of Jesus' life is going to manifest through you into your situation. Hallelujah. Through you, it will be manifested into your situation. Hallelujah. The miracle that Jesus did not did not will not stop because the death. Because of the death, but it was continuing. What resurrection proved to you and me? The resurrection of Jesus proved what to what what to you and me? Not only you and me, what what to the devil? We need to understand. Because I'm not going to talk about other things, but I'm going to take some, some legal points to you. Why it is important was resurrection. Okay? What we'll see. One of the things that we need to read is uh, understand is that Psalm 2, 1 to 7. Psalm 2, 1 to 7. Psalm 2, 1 to 7. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against whom? Against the Lord and against his anointed. Who is the Lord? God Jehovah. Who is the anointed? Jesus. The meaning of anointed? Jesus is anointed. So this is the councils and the world system is uh, coming against the God Yahweh and against his anointed who was upon the earth and say, saying three, let us break the bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Means what? Their fellowship and their thing. Let us, we kill them, kill him, that cords will be broken. Okay? Four. He who sits in the heaven shall laugh. Somebody say hallelujah. When they conspire this theory, what is happening? Yahweh and sitting at the heaven, he is laughing. I want to tell you, your God laughs too. So don't forget to laugh. He smiles also and he cries also. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord hold them in derision. Okay, fine. 
Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Okay, what he will do to them. Okay, now six. Death, I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. Okay, seven. What he says, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, who to whom Jesus, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Let this word he be here. I will declare my decree. It doesn't say I will declare this. He said I will declare my decree. Those who are students of law, you know that decree means what? It is legal. It's legal. So God is saying, legally I will decree, legally I will make a decree that he is my son. Today I have begotten you. I want to say the what the 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 uh, resurrection of Jesus Christ was important because through that he proved validation of his father. What was Jesus said? Eternal life, they may know you and the father, the true only God who sent his son Jesus. So what was saying that validation was required. Why? Because this same God, one day in the in the when Jesus was baptized, also said to Jesus, This is my beloved son, and pleased with him. When he was dying, all things what Jesus spoke while living in the three and a half years in the ministry and 30 years was questionable. It was necessary for him to validate that my father is unchanging. My God is unchanging. So Jesus, because, you know, and another thing what it happened is like, you understand that. Those who are in law, you understand. Jesus was judged in two courts before he was dying. One court was the, the religious court and the second court was the secular court. Let me come back to you. Religious court, the first the first time the people took him to where? To the chief priest's court. The chief priests and Pharisees and legalist people, they said that he is a sinner and he blasphemed against God. And then, then they didn't have the authority to convict and to give punishment to, to the chief priests and didn't have the authority to do, so they took him to the secular court. It was a secular court. The kingdom of Roman, Pilate. They take him to the Pilate. And Pilate experienced that he is innocent. But he was bound by the situation. And he had to allow him to give Jesus for the punishment. Two secular government, two secular courts, two worthy courts judged him and convicted him. And said that he is. The religious people declared Jesus guilty. The secular people declare Jesus guilty. But the kingdom of heaven declaring, this is my son, I have begotten now. Hallelujah. He testified, he validated Jesus Christ through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus was judged. And I want to tell you, he heard the father making a decree, begotten. You so. Now what is the meaning of begotten? Raise you back out of me. They were separated from me and I'm going to raise you back out of me. Okay? And resurrection, his resurrection 
is the vindication. I want to tell you, his restoration through the judgment of the world was wrong. And I want to tell you, I want to tell somebody here in this resurrection day, you may be judged by the religious people wrong, you may be judged by the secular people wrong, your vindication comes from the Lord, it is on the way, because your father has raised your Savior from the dead, and is alive, and is our Lord. How many of you? got ridiculed and sold or ragged and spoken bad by religious church going people. How many of you been oppressed by the world for you following after Jesus Christ? Don't try to fight against them. Your father is making a decree today. You are my son. You are my daughter. Today I have begotten you. The first necessity of the resurrection was to validate the father. His death was instrumental in validating the father because people were saying that he was making a blasphemy against the father, the, the God of heaven. And that was validated. God will prove your enemies wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you going through such situation? No, Dad. <laughs> Your big dad knows it. You're going to that situation. His vindication is on the way. The second thing. The second thing, what happened with, with his resurrection? With the resurrection, he proved his credibility. You know, Jesus proved his credibility. What he claimed to be when he was upon the earth. What he said, that you break this temple, in three days it will get reconstructed. You know, Jesus said, I am life and resurrection. You know, I am the beginning and the end, there is no. So Jesus proclaimed and told many things in the world. And that, what all Jesus said to the disciples in the gospel, it is written. And what all they told, I am the good shepherd, I am the good wine. And I am the, without me, without abiding in me, nobody can see. Father, he made many statements which was going to be, no, no, thrown into you know, the hair and air and it is going to be questionable and it was necessary that Jesus to be, to, to, to prove that credibility and he, he, because of that, he rose again. God is, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, you said something, you thought something and it is not happening and your credibility is in question and I want to tell you, by this resurrection, what God did to his son was, Everything that was, it was not going to happen, he revived it again. I want to tell you, there is a revival going to happen in your, in your life because your, your Savior is risen from the dead. Amen. A revival is going to take place in your life. God is reviving something in your life. God is reviving everything in your life. His credibility is in the miracle and signs he did. Let us see Acts chapter 2, 43. Let us see that. Do you think that whenever you go through, whenever you go through in your life, you may be thinking, I had this dream, but it's all gone. Think about the disciples. All the dreams were gone. The big, the big, the big thing 
was that the disciples and the followers of Jesus Christ thought he is the savior who is going to redeem us from the hands of the Roman Empire and the same one day they are seeing that the same Roman Empire the hope that was in Jesus that same Romans put him on the cross the hope was gone and everything was shattered no more hope nothing but then what happened then fear came upon every soul when after resurrection fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles who were the apostles with the fear the one man who said i am ready to die with you even in the cross who was that peter no the one the apostles the one who was there one who leaned upon him all the time you know who was always there was a circle with him all of them left all of them ran away and but the same disciples when they had an, an encounter with the risen christ god started doing miracles and signs through their heart i want to tell you somebody here you may be living in fear of something you may be broken because of something when you have an encounter with this risen christ he will start doing miracles and signs in you and through you in jesus name amen this don't forget don't write off your life don't quit following jesus you faith thousand times is still faithful is reviving something in you peter three times denied thomas doubted but i remember how my lord was restored them how my lord was restored them he allowed thomas to put his fingers into his wounds crystal still loves you is that still loves and cares for us and what happened he still started doing wonders and miracles in our lord our life he not only died he rose again and he rose again to live for evermore i want to tell you don't write off your life don't write off your write off your spiritual walk with christ continue walking like peter you may fail like thomas you may doubt like mark you may you may run away and if like peter you may try to fight your fight with the swords and the words and knowledge and victories you may do it's okay because god is going to through the credibility of him in your life by reviving you for miracles and signs and wonders how many of you believe that miracles and signs and wonders are going to happen in your life and through your life 2022 resurrection sunday don't go from this room as dead in christ go from this room resurrected with resurrected power in the room and coming to that place it was important to have the credibility to be restored third thing is resurrection proved one thing more 1 corinthian chapter 15 54 corinthian chapter 15 54 Let us read only four points and now the communion be ready what it says so when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on the immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written what is death is swallowed up in victory hallelujah death is swallowed up 
in victory. What the resurrection of Jesus Christ proved that death is temporary. Hallelujah. Death is not the end of our life. Death is the beginning of a new beginning. Amen. Death is just an as Dr. Billy Graham says, death is just an address change. It's not final. Somebody say death is not final. It is temporary. How it happened? Fear of death. The one of the most terrible fear that human mankind is having is what? What is your fear? Death. Let me tell you, frankly speaking as a human being. Frankly speaking as a human being. Okay? I'm not talking about much spirituality. Suppose, if an accident happens, what is immediately comes in your mind? Death. If you have no food, what is coming in your mind? Death. If you are in America, somebody comes with a rifle and starts shooting, what is coming in your mind? If an earthquake happens, what is coming in your mind? If you are not passing, what is coming in your mind, in your examination? Death, you think about even committing suicides. That's when it will happen. If you have a background and you have no money, what is happening? Least thing, if a relationship is broken, what is happening? <laughs> 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 a relationship is broken, what is happening? Death. Some people take another way, choose another death. It's okay. Okay. Death. Okay. And I want to tell you if everything and everything in this world somehow, somewhere go unconnected with death, and the Bible says death is swallowed up in the victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Death is temporary. You need not to worry about the death. Even if you die, that is not the end. moment, five, maybe fractions of second of your last breath. Amen. And what is the important thing? Death is temporary. Don't worry about doctor's report. Don't worry about heart conditions, cancer, diabetes, knee problem, migraine, Blood pressure problems, hypertension, cancer, tuberculosis, HIV AIDS. That is not the end of your life. Because the overflow of Christ's resurrection power is still flowing. Still flowing. It can only touch your body. God is reviving something. Hallelujah. Fear of death. So third thing what has happened? His resurrection proves that is temporary. And the fourth thing, as chapter 1, verse 3, as chapter 1, verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive. Who presented himself alive? God the Father presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs. Means after resurrection, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking to the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. In the 40 days he used to speak to people and he used to manifest and those who people, everybody seen, almost everybody seen him. Okay, 
and what is that confirms he is not and that's what today morning george was saying like that in the church pastor george was saying the bible when magdalene and mary and all these people the, the ladies when they went to seek the to, to uh, went to the tomb to apply the spices and they were they could see that jesus was not there and the angels asked what well, he is not here and he is not here he is risen but what george was is for the salvation that what he said that uh, for them he was not uh, there but he is risen but for us he is risen but is he here hallelujah amen for us he is here he is not only risen and in the heaven but is he is here i want to tell you that is the fourth thing he proved through the up through the resurrection he is not only alive now but he is going to come back he is going to come back god has a testimony i want to tell you jesus himself had a testimony and that testimony is differs from our testimony okay we need to know what jesus had the testimony let me see in revelation chapter 18 let us see revelation chapter 18 what is the testimony his testimony what is the testimony of jesus christ ayo please read it loudly i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end says the lord hello <laughs> hello Well, what is he? Who he is? And then? And who was? And then? And who is to come? <laughs> Hallelujah! That is his testimony. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, says the Lord. Who he is? Now he is here. He is, where are you seeking him? He is not here, he is risen. But both the New Testament church, he is here, he is risen, but he is here in, here in our midst. And he is here. And then he says, who was and who is to come? The Almighty. That is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ never said what will happen. Jesus Christ simply said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. Who is, who was and who is to come? And the Almighty finished it. that's how we need to give our testimony because just i said about testimony i could see some of the weeks there was no testimony only and i want to tell you somebody said like this and i agree with them if if you are born again and if you are not having a testimony then you need to check whether you are born again because every born again will have a testimony to speak anytime giving glory to god not taking the glory from god to self only adjustment what we need to make is our testimony should begin with the alpha and the omega beginning and the end the who is who was and who is to come in his almighty not take the glory to self what i went through is not important what he did in that i went through is important what i did is not important what he did before i was ever born in my mother's womb was important so jesus testimony started saying and the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end who is and who was and who is to come the almighty is it stops here no let us see 17 and 18 and when i saw him who is saying this that apostle john says that when i saw him I fell on his feet as dead 
But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. Who is me? I am the first and the last. See the testimony of Jesus. I am the first and last. He does not say, I born in mothers. I born in a virgin mother's, virgin Mary's womb. God intervened. He chose Mary. And then he put me into that. And after that, I did this, this, this. He said, what? I am the first and the last. 18, what it says. I am who lives, and I was dead. Behold, I am alive forevermore. Who is there who believe in him? Do you believe in a dead God? No, I was dead, but I am alive. And not only alive, I live forevermore. Hallelujah. Do you trust that God who is living forevermore? When you go through panic situation, when you go through prayer, heartbreaking time, when you go through emotional problems, you trust that God who says, I was dead, behold, I am alive forevermore. And then he says, and I have the keys of Hades and death. What it means says, again he says, don't worry, I am in full control. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am in full control. You have my great problem? I'm in full control. You have financial problem? I'm in full control because I have the keys of death and Hades. That is the testimony of Jesus Christ. That should be our testimony. What was this showing? Your testimony should only glorify God. Old Testament, you know, whenever people took glory from God, they would judge instantly. Instantaneous judgment. Even the priest used to be died on before entering into that place. One thing only God said that I will not kill. What is that? Glory. He said, I will not give my glory to anyone. Whenever we try to hijack his glory with a, as a laminated Christians and cat mentality, beware about it. This is what God is saying. This is the testimony of God. And that place, John the, God, the Apostle fell down as if he is dead. And God says, don't worry. Don't be, don't worry about it. I am your God. I want to tell you, the God of religions, the God of, God of secular religion, Pilate proved wrong by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I said three things. He, was, he proved, he validated the Father by his resurrection. Then I said, he proved his credibility as son of God while walking through the world and he continued to do miracles and signs. Third, he made you and me know that death is temporary, we should not worry. Fourth, that he is not just yesterday God, he proved that I live forevermore. I have the keys of Hades and death. Jesus overcame death. Somebody say hallelujah. Jesus overcame tomb. Jesus overcame demons. They could not hold him and he rose forevermore. I want to tell you, Jesus paid the price for all sins of mankind. Do you think that there is something some sins which are undone by Jesus? No. Every sins are paid properly, adequately to the satisfaction of the heavenly father. Many people teach that Jesus purchased us from the devil by giving his blood. No, that is a false heresy and it is a teaching that is a false teaching. The blood was offered to the father 
to satisfy his judgment, his righteous judgment. Okay, and he paid fully, completely. And I want to tell you, not only he paid the price for you. As I believe, you know, 1 Peter 2.24 says what? By stripes we are healed. There is no sickness, no matter whatsoever name by call, is not healed by his stripes. There is, I'm repeating it, there is no sickness whatsoever in any name it is diagnosed. It is not healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. What is the sickness that tormenting you, your family, your beloved ones? Don't quit trusting your God. He is living forevermore. By his stripes, we were healed. Hallelujah. He has taken the keys of angels and death. And I want to tell you, and if you are not having hope, if you are not having peace, this Jesus, resurrection gives us hope. Resurrection gives us hope. Resurrection gives us peace. After his resurrection, what happened? Jesus Christ gave a great commission to his people. Jesus Christ gave a great commission to his people. With that, and I'm closing. And what is that? Mark chapter 16, 14 onwards to 18. With that, I will close in this resurrection Sunday, giving you an understanding that. You and me is not serving a God who died and resurrected. But we are serving, loving, worshipping a God who is not only died and resurrected, but he is living forevermore. Later, he disappeared. It should be appeared, okay. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table. And he rebuked the unbelief of hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Stay here. Hold on to here. This is something that happening in the church today. There are people who believe in Jesus Christ. There are people who believe in the death of Jesus Christ. But there are people who do not believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There are people who believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But they do not believe that Jesus lives forevermore. I want to tell you, and Jesus is rebuking such kind of attitudes in among his disciples because his disciples, there are many, many, Bible says ten times, and if you look into the gospel, ten times Jesus appeared to different people in 40 days of time. Ten times. If you look into John, to Matthew to John, there are ten instances where Jesus Introduce himself as a resurrected king. Ten instances. So, and then what happened? Because they did not believe those who had seen him. Today, it is the same situation that is happening. You have an experience and encounter with Jesus. When you go and tell somebody, people don't believe them. People don't believe him. Are you? They will tell us, oh, you are much Christian. But be Christian, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, you will see. But God rebukes such kind of attitudes. Okay. And then 15, what it says? 15, it says, says, and he said to them, go into the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is a commission that God has given to us. I thank God for PSU. Yesterday, you took the courage to go out in evangelism. And you reached uh, in, in some of the homes in uh, of the campus and, and in the campus. I praise God and I thank God. Let us appreciate the team that went honoring the commandments of God. Not seeking, their, not seeking, they also had 
opportunity to go and celebrate the holy saturday somewhere else with some some food or some friendship but they chose to go honoring this thing he said go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature and then 16 he believes and baptized will be saved but he does not believe will be condemned okay 17 here i comes with the sin and these signs will follow those who believe just not that Jesus Christ born in a virgin. Just not Jesus Christ born, born and walk, walk, lived 30 years on the face of the earth as a normal human being and three, three and a half years as the minister of the Lord. Not only that he died, not only he got resurrected, but he also lived forevermore. They believe that what happened? What is the sign that they name that my name? they shall cast out demons. Hello. In my name, they will cast out demons. Why praise we can do that? Because demons cannot hold Jesus and the same Jesus lives in you. So you can cast out demons. Every believer who believes in Jesus, living an honoring life to him, and you, by the name of Jesus, you can cast out demons. No specialist is required. It doesn't say that specialists should come. I specialize in casting out demons. Everyone who believes in a resurrected Jesus Christ who lives forevermore, you have the authority given into you the day you receive Jesus Christ who is risen and lives forevermore, you will cast out demons. Very dull response. Thank you, Nasha. You don't want to. You will be thinking, how can demons cast out demons? Like that you are thinking? <laughs> when Jesus time also they said, how can they? He's casting out demons by demons. With demons. This is your right. Somebody say, this is my right. This is my right. Somebody say, this is my right. This is my right. That I can cast out demons. I can cast out demons. Because the demons cannot hold Jesus. He casted them out. You know, demons used to fall down at, at his feet. Think about the legions and what they were doing. Don't torment us. Allow us to go. And then what will happen? They will speak in new tongues. It could be different tongues or a holy tongue. When God's spirit will come upon, the resurrection power will come upon. You can speak different languages and you can also speak the holy languages. That means tongues as well as being an Indian, I can speak the what? Shona? Or being Shona? No? Don't look at me, I cannot speak. <laughs> you being speaking other tongue is Shona, you can speak Hindi like that. Because different languages you can speak. And then when 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 you have this respect for Jesus Christ, when you believe in him, you will do it. And then what will happen? 18. What it says? 18. They will take up serpents. Who is serpent? Serpent is the symbol of what? The devil, the demonic powers. I want to tell you, God has given you authority to stand against the serpent, not tormented by the serpent. He says, I have given you, Luke chapter says, I have given you authority to travel on snakes and scorpions. Hallelujah. That is your authority. Because why? Because the death could not hold Jesus Christ. The devil cannot hold him down. The demons cannot hold him down. And he rose from the dead and he is living forevermore. Okay, and then it says, if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. 
What is drinking anything deadly? It's not about the wine. It is about the sorceries and black magic. Some people do black magic and you will, they will give you some food, some drinks that will to, to put you into, to fail you or to put it, to, uh, to take some, uh, um, you know, unwanted advantages from you. Even if they plan, the Bible says they will come one way, they will scatter seven ways. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, if you are a child of God, our God will prepare a table in midst of your enemies. A feast will be organized. And I want to tell you, even if you, you eat something, when you pray and eat, even that doesn't mean that you test God by drinking some poison. Okay? Don't do that. Okay? If some witchcraft and with some black magic is coming against you, you Everything is a glass of water you are taking, even from the bottle, the packaged bottle. You do not know what way it is coming. So when you drink, I do that. In my heart I pray, Lord, bless it and sanctify it and make it a blessing to my body. Always do that. Because Bible says, anything sold in the market, with prayer you take it, nothing can harm you. Nothing can harm you. This authority God has given to you. And then what he says, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. Why? Because he borne all our sicknesses upon his body and he treated, he is the only doctor treated the sickness in his own body. In Juba and Iowa and all, they serve in the medical, medical as a medical practitioners in the hospital. They don't take the infection of the patient on their body. They will give to the patient. But there is a God who took all infections, all, all antibiotics, all things upon himself. And the Bible says by his stripes we were healed. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why when you by faith lay hands on the sick, the sick will be healed. Is this science following you? Or we are still running after prophets and pastors and mega churches? It is your authority. It is my authority. And the Bible says this is the sign. I wanted to tell you this become possible. Why? How? Because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If he has dead and rose and then dead, I think we would have all been already in somewhere. I don't want to take the name to place. We were already been somewhere where we never thought about. Because he died, he rose again. And sit about the Father's lifetime, living forevermore. We have this life. We can say that my trust is in the living God who lives forevermore. I want to tell you, I want to tell you one thing. You need to have a revelation of the risen God. Old Testament, Old Testament people lived with law, but New Testament people lived with revelation. You know? Old Testament people were children. The New Testament children become sons. A child can be disciplined according to the law, but a son cannot be. Son need to have self-discipline. Am I talking to somebody? There's a self-discipline that we need. We need to have a self-discipline. I, I, I just, I'm just finishing and finished already. What I said is that. The resurrection, if there is no resurrection, Apostle Paul says, then our faith is in vain. Our preaching is vain. 
our our living together we are proclaiming our testimonies are wrong and i want to tell you the secular court and the religious court proved jesus wrong but the heaven declared him he is my lawful son he is my son whom i rejoice and i have begotten him and that is what exactly god did to prove us that jesus death has validated the father who sent him jesus death proved his credibility that he is the first and the last the beginning and the end alpha and omega jesus death proved his credibility and and after that jesus proved that that is not permanent that is temporary you need not to be afraid about that because that is already swallowed in victory hallelujah and fourth thing that is he is not only risen and living forever christ he is soon coming christ hallelujah he is going to come to take his bride spotless blemishless and without reproach hallelujah i want to tell you he is going to come he is not going to come for everybody he is going to come for the faithful everybody who says lord lord shall not enter into the kingdom of god all this resurrection power what i said you can enjoy you can experience it you can you can take the authority only when you have a rightful relation with jesus christ in 2022 resurrection or easter sunday i want to ask you do you have a right relationship with god do you have a right relationship with god through his son jesus christ through his death through his resurrection through his living through his second coming do you have a right relationship i always say about the abc's of that a means water admit that you are a sinner b means water believe in jesus christ c means water confess and repent and turn to him if there is something that is holding you from experiencing this resurrection power if uh, many times uh, i'm not saying that prayer request should not come many times prayer request come suppose you are a millionaire son or daughter and you still say that i am i don't have money there is something wrong there is something wrong you spoiled your life i know many people they were they were they were so passionate about god they were they were dancing celebrating singing i know some years of time i know those faces i know them they were so wonderful human being but in the in the walk of their life they found passion of the world attracted them and they started living the worldly life and they have a christian name they are born in a christian family some of them are pastors and prophets and such kind of family member they are children of that but they got diverted they go went into secular world they went into religiousity leaving righteous walk of life and today they are suffering i know some of them left for relationship christ left the church for relationship they went into all that bad things which is good when it is in the allowed boundary of god's word outside that it is not good i want to tell you every last sunday i said that every good thing that you do does not mean that god is pleased with you god is not pleased with you come on somebody i want you to i want you to rise up i want you to rise up don't sleep on your sins don't sleep on your failures 
repentant because God is still loving and careful about you. This resurrection Sunday, He is mindful about you. That's why you are listening to my voices. That's why God is speaking through me. You may have a history. You may have a testimony saying, Dad, Pastor, I have ruined my life such a way. I want to tell you, that qualifies you to get the love of God. He's still loving. He's still ready to welcome the prodigal to come back. He's not mad at the prodigal. He's mad about the prodigal. You want to invite him into the life. You want to have that relationship with God. You want to experience that of that uh, that resurrection power in your life you want to validate Christ to die for you through manifesting signs and wonders living a life that is rightful you want to do you want to validate to the world Jesus Christ lives in me can people see you and say hey I see something different in you the way you talk can people say hey when you speak some peace comes to my mind my heart the way you the, the way you behave, the attitudes, are you serious about Jesus Christ? Are you serious about me? Because these all authorities belongs to you. It was made possible only after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not before. He gave a great commission to our preaching. They answered the same. Pastor of events, I'm with you. In Matthew 28 says, I'm with you till the end of the ages. Somebody say hallelujah. Does this resurrection matters to you? The God proved by himself that he is God. And he died for you and me. Forget not. Jesus was Jesus was taken like a dragged like a lamb that is to be slaughtered. But he rose like a lion on the third day. If there is a Friday speaking about hopelessness, there is a Sunday waiting with a hope for you. If there is a Friday in your life, don't forget, God has also ordained a Sunday in your life. If there is a death in your life, there is a resurrection God has promised to you. And that resurrection is in Jesus Christ. And we are not serving a God who is dead. Nobody, I don't want to take any names of anybody. So-called incarnations and so-called gods, gods and goddesses, all this world believe. Nobody, they all born, they all died. Maybe they must have rose again also. I don't know. I don't know no story about it. But even if I believe they are rose again, but there is no one who lives forevermore. And his name is only Jesus Christ. There is no other name. And today in this evening time, I want to encourage my children. I want to encourage each one of you sitting here. Believe in this Jesus Christ and repent from your sin so that the, the Holy Spirit and His comforts will come upon you and you will be having a hope. And God is looking for your yes. God is looking for your return to Him. He is coming for you. You do not want to miss him. Hallelujah. He is coming for you. For you. You don't want to miss him. Let us close our eyes.